Well, hello, everybody. It's Scarlett. Welcome to Hot in Arizona. What a beautiful day today was. Let me tell you, I woke up and it was, it was raining, but it was, it was the softest rain. It was so, so gentle. At first, I wasn't even sure, but the ground was wet and I could, I could see the little raindrops dancing in the pool. And I thought, wow, it's so quiet. I mean, I was kind of shocked that it, that it woke me up because I have not been sleeping so well. I don't know what the deal is. You know, I, I have, uh, everything wakes me up and I have neighbors that are really loud and I have dogs and one of them snores really loud. It's like, it doesn't matter what time I go to bed. It doesn't matter uh, what is happening. It doesn't matter what time of the day. It just seems like there's always noise. Always, always, always noise. Be it the dog, be it something going on. People coming in and out of the house, not strangers. You know, people who belong in the house. But there just is always something going on. My neighbors, why do these people wake up so early? I don't know. I don't know. But they're always doing something. They always have people working on the house. And so there's things being drug around and there's hammering. And these people fight too. So there's always yelling. And and then the people behind me, they are always having fiestas. There is always mariachi music going on. Kids screaming and yelling and just mayhem everywhere all the time. I just don't know what to do. I thought, well, you know, I could I could get like some earplugs and I get a little face mask put over my eyes and but I don't know how comfy all that regalia would be. So I, I kind of started like researching sleep because I know, you know, they always tell you the same thing. Go to bed at the same time every night. Who can do that? I don't know who does that, but go to bed at the same time and make sure that the room is cool and dark and quiet. And it's like, this is the problem. There is no quiet. I mean, like right now, there's a, a helicopter over my house that sounds like it's going to land in the backyard. And it's just craziness. So I'm, I'm looking around. I mean, there's got to be something, right? And I found something a little interesting. You know, everybody, well, not everybody, but most people take a vacation every year. You should take a vacation every year. I think everybody should take a vacation every year. And you know how sometimes, I mean, even, even I've promoted a staycation, right? Just staying someplace local. I found something that I was completely unaware of. Sleep tourism. What? It's a sleepcation. And it's, I guess it's like really kind of catching on to some really big hotels. You can go to just sleep. That That's all you do. You know how when you go on vacation and whether it's a week, two weeks, maybe it's just a, a weekend or whatever, you shove as much as you can, right? 
you're out of town, you're going to do as many things as you possibly can, and then you come home and you got a pile of laundry with you, and the big joke is what? You need a vacation from your vacation, right? This is it. This is the vacation. You're sleeping. You are going to go to bed, and that's all you're doing. I mean, that that's a good vacation. That's a good vacation right now. Um, some of the bigger hotels are, are coming up with like, like Hyatt. So Hyatt has, uh, in New York, they opened up a, it's called the Bright Restorative Sleep Suite. It's 900 square feet for you to sleep in. <laughs> 900 square feet for you to sleep in. Some people live in that. Can you, I can't even imagine 900 square feet to sleep in. That's craziness. And it has like sleep enhancing amenities, which I don't know what, what is, everything is designed to promote rest. So it's very quiet. You get like all these hotels, they're all kind of basically the same as what they offer. And they will offer like state of the art Swedish mattresses, right? I mean, everything, they they have what they call a, a pillow menu. A pillow menu. Pick a pillow, any pillow. Maybe you're a back sleeper, maybe you sleep on your side. You got to have the special pillow, right? Got to have the special pillow. They, they have um, a, a spray mist that you can mist onto your pillows. You know, the lavender scent, uh, get you all relaxed and get you into the mood for sleep. They have special soundproofing so that you're not hearing the people go up and down the hall all night and who knows what's going on in the bedroom next to you. You know, you've been there. I've been to that hotel. But it sounds pretty amazing. They even have one um, that... They will actually book like a three-day sleepcation where they will actually monitor your sleep to see if if maybe maybe you have a sleeping disorder. So because if you go to something like this and you sleep for three days and you're still not rested, you still don't feel like you got the good sleep then there could be something more going on. And they will actually do that for you, which I think is just, that's just amazing. I think that one was in uh, Geneva in uh, Switzerland that that they'll check that for you. I I thought, wow, maybe that's, maybe that's what I need. Because seriously, every little sound. Sometimes I'll even like wonder, did I really even hear that? Because it's, I hear what I think is the air conditioner turning on. And I don't mean now, my AC isn't on right now. But like during the summer, I'll think the air conditioner turned on and it kind of wakes me, but there is no air conditioning on. Is that just me? Anybody else? No? Okay. Well, I think that would be wonderful. A, a sleep, sleep tourism to just go and sleep in the quiet, in the quiet. Not having to get up and feed any animals, not having to get up and let anybody outside. 
just sleep. That would be just heaven. But when I was, when I was looking around for all that, I, I stumbled across something else. Because I'm always wondering, you know, what is it? Why? I make up all these excuses as to why I can't sleep, right? There's a gazillion of them. I've always been a night owl. I just always have always been a night owl. So I can't be expected to sleep at night, right? Because that's, that's just what I do. I just, I stay awake. I like to sleep in. And then I wake up and I put the animals out and I feed everybody. And then I go back to bed because I get a better sleep. Who does this? I don't know. This is weird. So I'm looking around and I think I found it. I think I found it. I don't know. Ever hear of this? Ever hear of revenge sleep procrastination? That's me. I'm a revenge sleeper. What am I seeking revenge against? Against not having enough time. I know that sounds odd. And it's just something that Actually, it's been something that they've been looking into for a while, and they've been, they actually kind of penned the name in, in China, and it kind of, I think there was a little bit lost in translation, and this is how it came out, was revenge sleep procrastination. So, I don't know, is this you? You go about your, your day, you know, maybe maybe you're working, and you think to yourself, there just aren't enough hours in the day, right? I didn't get to do everything that I wanted to do today. Maybe you had to work overtime or, or maybe dinner was late and maybe you had a meeting or maybe there was something going on at the school you had to take the kids to. But your day comes to an end and, and you think, I didn't get to... Some of it call it, call it unwind, right? I didn't get to unwind. I didn't, or even wind down. A lot of times I use that. I need to wind down. So what do you do? You stay up an extra hour or two. You maybe, maybe you're on social media. Or maybe you're getting onto Netflix or, you know, whatever streaming service that you have. And, and it's, well... I usually watch this, and so I'll watch this episode, and well, maybe just one more. Maybe just one more episode. The next thing you know, you've gone through a whole season. I do that. Or maybe it's a book. I'm just going to read one more chapter. Just one more chapter. And you keep postponing your sleep. You're procrastinating it. It's it's your decision to sacrifice sleep for leisure time and it's driven by a schedule that is lacking in free time. I know, you're like, Scarlett, your schedule does not lack free time. No, you're right, it doesn't. But there are some times when I pack in a full day of stuff and I feel like I didn't get to do all the things, the fun things that I wanted to. You know, I follow my YouTubers and I didn't get to watch my YouTubers because I had to get up early and I was on an adventure and then you know, I had to do grocery shopping and then there was something else that needed to be done. And, and the next thing you know, 
it's late. And now I need to squish all this stuff into just a couple hours. So instead, I'm not going to squish it all. I'm going to take my time and I'm just going to stay up. I'm going to stay up until midnight. I'm going to stay up till two. Night before last, I stayed up until four. It's horrible. But that's exactly what it is. It is a procrastination. And it just, it usually involves a delay in going to sleep, which will reduce your total sleep time for the night. It involves no valid reason for staying up late. And when I say no valid reason, like, you know, if, if let's say you're not feeling well, yeah, I can understand that, right? You don't feel good. Maybe you got the sniffles. You can't breathe when you're laying down or you're sick to your stomach, whatever. I get that. It also <laughs> involves the awareness that staying up too late can have negative consequences. We are just beating ourselves up. I know what the consequences are. I know that when I watch another episode, they're only 45 minutes long. That's all right. It's only 3 a.m. You can do 45 more minutes. And then I have to get up at 9. And I know I'm not going to feel good. But gosh darn it, I'm going to get in that extra episode or that extra chapter in my book. Even though I know that I'm not going to feel good, I'm going to be crabby, my heart is going to be racing because I didn't get enough sleep. I think that that is just, it is me though. It is so me. And I think it's just a horrible thing. <laughs> it's like I'm my own worst enemy. I, I willfully compromise my sleep time and use that as me time. And that is just not a good thing. It Sometimes, even though, like especially with the pandemic, people would were staying home, and you would think, well, now you got all the time in the world, but people were working from home. And so they would get up, and they were automatically at work. And so even though you're thinking, well, I, I should be getting more sleep, right? Because I'm not having that commute. The thing is, we're staying up later because we know we don't have that commute. We know that we're just going to wake up and, and we don't even have to get dressed most of the time. And so that actually played into it. A lot of times also when you get home, let's say you've had a big day, you're almost kind of rewarding yourself. You're like, I deserve this. I deserve me time. I deserve to take care of myself, to have my little you know, leisure time, my relaxation, my self-care. But the problem is, sleep is self-care. Sleep is one of the most important things you can do for yourself. Proper sleep. If you don't get enough sleep. We all know the symptoms, right? We all know what's going to happen. We're going to have trouble staying alert. It impairs our memory. It gives us a lower quality of life. We feel fatigued all day. I don't care how much coffee you drink. As a matter of fact, sometimes that makes it worse. We have 
a higher risk of diabetes, heart attack, high blood pressure, uh, stroke, obesity, depression, lower sex drive, impaired immunity, premature skin aging. What? Right? You need your beauty sleep? Because that's what happens. It is hard on you. It is so hard. So I'm, I'm reading into this. I'm like, okay. So how do I fix it? And what did they say? Go to bed at the same time every day. No, come on, man. The thing is, you do have to be disciplined. And not just to go to bed at the same time every day. I may not do that. That's just sometimes not going to happen. I have to be more disciplined to say, even when that is not going to happen, I cannot get dip into that sleep time. Especially with the way things are today, where we have so many streaming services. I don't have regular TV, but for those that do, if you miss an episode, trust me, you can find it someplace else. It'll be there. It'll be there somewhere. Let it go because your sleep is so important. Another thing, again, with the pandemic, People were working from home. It is really important to separate home life from work life. If you're working from home, make sure that you have a separate area away from your bed, away from your bedroom that you are doing work in so that when you leave your little workstation, that's where you need to just dump the work so that you can start to relax when you are in your bed. I think that's another problem is that so many of us, and I'm guilty of this, we watch TV in bed. Part of that is because I don't have a TV in my living room. Um, One of the children, when they moved out, took that TV with them. So, I just never replaced it. And uh, I think I need to do that. I don't know if that's going to help me to stop taking revenge out on my sleep life, but um, I don't know. We know that downtime is important, right? Because honestly, our mind really does need the time and space to turn off and to relax. So we really need to to make these opportunities to be able to do that. I need to stop taking revenge on myself. And I need to let it go that if I don't squeeze everything into the day, that's okay. That's okay. You know who suffers from this the most? I'll give you three guesses and two of them don't count. Women, of course we do, right? Because we're always, we have more to do. We make more to do. We we worry about more. Uh, We are usually the ones who are taking care of the household and the family and a lot of the times working outside the home. And we tend to take other people's problems on that we don't need to. We have no business doing it, but we do. And, you know, the guy comes home and, 
It's like, how was your day? Now it was a crappy day. And then he's over it. And he goes about his business. And he falls asleep at the drop of a hat. Whereas we have a tendency to stew about things and and you know what did that person mean when they said this about me and what you know was my hair okay today and and what what am I going to wear tomorrow what are we going to have for dinner tomorrow god I hate that part of being a grown-up people just need to stop eating but we tend to do that and so we need to we need to let that go and we need to remember that sleep is very important and to stop taking revenge, I had no idea that it was such a thing. And I'm kind of glad to know that it is. That it's not just me. It's not just me. There are other people out there like me who really are just one more episode, one more chapter. I can get by on five hours of sleep. Don't. Just don't do it. Go to bed. Put the book down. Turn off Netflix. Maybe they should, you know, they always have that thing, are you still watching? Maybe they need to just shut it down, right? After after three episodes, you're done, and you have to wait 24 hours. All right, maybe not 24, maybe 12. I don't know. <laughs> but that is what's going to bring us to what is hot in Arizona, and it has nothing to do with sleep, but I don't want you to sleep on it. This weekend is Veterans Day. And I know a lot of people, they go to parades or they go to, to visit loved ones in a cemetery um, or, uh, I don't know, they, they have picnics with their relatives who have served. I went somewhere that was really cool. And you know how I love small museums. I found a little small museum. It's a military museum. I love military museums. Super easy name to remember. Arizona Military Museum. Short, sweet, to the point. It's located in Phoenix at 5636 East McDowell Road. And I learned some stuff. Um, so the museum itself was, was established in 1981. And it is in a raw adobe building that was constructed in 1936 to serve as the National Guard arsenal. In World War II, it was converted into a maintenance shop for a German prisoner of war compound. Now, I had no idea that Papago Park was a German prisoner of war compound, but apparently it took up that whole area as well as part of a residential area and a car dealership over there. Who knew? Did y'all know? I didn't know. I did not know. So the museum right now is operated by the Arizona National Guard Historical Society. Uh, that is a National Guard compound there. So there is a, um, a guard shack, a front gate, where that you do have to pass through and show ID. And they will give you directions back to the museum. Super easy. Just stay to the left, go all the way to the end. And it's there on your right. Uh, big building, big. And you, it's really cool. It says that it's the Academy, 
the National Guard Academy and you walk through this archway and you go into this courtyard and then there is this wooden door that is the museum. It's just very cool. It looks very cool. It's free, which you know me, it's my favorite F word. However, they do have a box for donations, so please, please give a donation. They do have docents there, and they have docents that will uh, give you a tour, or you can wander through it all on your own. It really was very interesting. I have been to a lot of military museums. I have seen a lot of military items. This had some really cool stuff. The uniforms, the, you know, to watch, to watch these uniforms evolve through the years and even how some have used like old uniforms and the way that they were repurposed, of course, all of the weaponry, uh, the different ways that they communicated. They did have a, a case there for the Navajo Code Talkers, which was very cool. They had a lot of really neat stuff and a lot of really neat history. They had a room um, in the back where they have a helicopter it's, yeah, this is a pretty big place. It seems kind of small on the inside, but this helicopter fit, big helicopter. Although when you're standing next to it, you're like, I would not get in that because there's not enough of it. You're not going to put me up in the sky in this little tin can. No, I need like a six pack, not just one little can. This, I would, mm -mm, no. They did have a military Jeep, which of course those are near and dear to my heart. It's what I learned to drive on was a 1941 military Jeep and uh, just really cool stuff. For the, the Vietnam War, it had a lot of very interesting facts that I was unaware of. And so I, I think that when we learn things about history, I think it's important to have an open mind. You don't have to agree with it. But I think it's important to have an open mind to read everything, to learn different things. You can still hold whatever beliefs you want. That's fine. But I think it's important to still know these things. And there was a, a lot of stuff that, that I found very interesting, even with all of the military background that my family has and the museums that I've been to, it was still very interesting and there were things that I, I did not know. They do have an upstairs as well. Um, they have a an elevator if you need it and they can operate that for you. It's a just a small elevator. Uh, just goes up the one story. Honestly, I suffered through stairs because I didn't like the look of that little elevator. It's probably fine. I'm just not big on elevators. But yeah, but they do have it there if you do need it. Like I said, they do take donations. I think it's important. I think it's important to keep stuff like this going for future generations to learn this stuff and to know this stuff. Um, it was... 
it was really very, very cool. Now, one of the things is they're open only on Saturdays and Sundays from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. You have a small window and they are only open like September to June. They're closed for the summer. We made that mistake, showed up in the summertime, and they are like, ha-ha, you can make a U-turn right here. They were very nice about it. But it's a great place, especially um, on, a, on a day like today, just to, you know, maybe you can't go out hiking or something, but you can go out and explore Arizona, discover new things while staying dry. So the Arizona Military Museum, two thumbs up. 5636 East McDowell Road in Phoenix. And it was uh, it was a fun, fun little afternoon. It doesn't take you very long to go through it. I think we were there for an hour, uh, but it was very interesting and I really enjoyed it. And that's all I got for you. I hope that everybody has a fantastic week and stay safe. Let your friends know about the channel here. Because I'd love for them to hang out with me. And I will see you all next week. Bye.